0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. Obviously, it is the weekly news roundup, and I know, I missed April Fool's. To be honest, I was... I didn't really care. I couldn't really be bothered. I was like, oh, April Fool's? Okay, cool. I have other things to do. Anyway, though, let's get on to the news. Canadian auto industry shows signs of recovery as sales mount in Q1. Auto sales in Canada are on the rise, but the road ahead isn't exactly smooth. 2021 BMW M3 competition hits 62 miles per hour faster than BMW's official quote. According to BMW, the M3 competition hits 0 to 60 miles per hour in four seconds. This one beat that figure. That... God, cars are getting so fast. That's a... What, 500-ish horsepower sedan, M3 size, well, current M3 size sedan, going as fast as a Gen 4 Viper in the 0-60 to sprint, oh my, well, maybe Gen 3, but still. FCA US sold almost 198,000 Jeeps in Q1, and two Dodge Vipers. The company also reported selling one Dodge Dart, one Chrysler 200, and four Fiat 500s. How? How did they sell more Fiat 500s than uh, than Darts and 200s? This Renault 5 Turbo 2 rear-wheel drive hot hatch hides a 13B rotary surprise. The rare Group B homologation special was imported in the U.S. new in 1985. BMW signs a $334 million deal with American, less environmentally friendly taxing lithium supplier. BMW Penn's supply deal with Philadelphia's Livent, to bolster its supply of lithium from greener sources. Dollar tunes, the BMW M340i X-Drive raises the output to 455 horsepower. Other options include a stainless steel exhaust system, coilover suspension, and 20-inch forged wheels. 2021 spring POV drive gives us first real-world glimpse of Dacia's first EV. The Dacia spring is powered by a 44-horsepower electric motor and has a 190-mile range. Ferrari SUV Mule spotted again with new Roma like headlights. This Ferrari I still haven't figured out how to say the name, I forgot. Mule also sports other modifications, including what appears to be new taillights. Chris Harris treats the Toyota GR Yaris like the rally car for the road that it is. The Top Gear cope pr- Top Gear Co presenter had heaps of fun drifting the Toyota GR Yaris. Hoffoles? I don't know. 2021 HG63 is yet another take on the Mercedes-AMG G63. Buying a tuned Mercedes-AMG G63 from Hufflee will cost you over $350,000. That's just not worth it for a G-Class. The Phaeton was Volkswagen's doomed venture into the premium class. The Phaeton was a technological tour de force, but luxury car buyers simply weren't interested. Dodge Challenger slams into lampposts while showing off and almost hits a young man. The young man was standing on top of the concrete base of the lamppost and jumped at the last moment. Challenger owners, do not pull a Mustang. Do not get yourself. Do not have a. Do not get into so many accidents that we start having Challenger memes like there were Mustang memes. Do not do this. Twelve cars crash in China, creating the, the picture-perfect pileup. Of course, the car at the front of the pileup didn't suffer much damage at all. Ford may use Maserati-like pre-chamber ignition tech for future diesel engines. Unlike other applications in petrol engines, Ford's diesel project focuses on efficiency instead of performance. Subaru's 2021 BRZ GT300 racer hits the track in official promo. The new Subaru BRZ GT300 race car will debut this month at the Okayama Circuit. BMW makes you pay for software update so you won't blind oncoming drivers. BMW doesn't offer this crucial safety safety feature for free, and instead keeps it locked until you pay online. You better believe we're going to get into that on the second part, because that on the second part, because that's a uh, bull. The at, the at a or atae Munro isn't looking to reinvent off-roading; it's just looking to electrify it. The atae Monroe Mark Mark One can go 150 miles on a charge, but it will go farther if you drive slower, says the company. Well, that's very typically the case with electric cars. Destination fees on new cars are skyrocketing, and no one is eager to explain why. Destination fees have risen nearly 50% since 2011, with some brands charging more than $1,500 for this basic and inevitable service. Before the BMW M5, there was the E12 M535i. If you love BMW M cars, you've got the E12 M535i to thank for getting the ball rolling. CarMax buys Edmonds at a prize value of $404 million. CarMax first bought a stake in the automotive data website in 2020 and is finishing the job now. 2022, Mercedes-Benz GLC spy during cold weather testing. The new-gen Mercedes-Benz GLC is expected to launch before the end of the year. Genesis sold more GV80 SUVs than all three of its sedans combined in Q1. The Genesis GV80 alone outsold the G70, G80, and the G90, in the G90 in the first three months of 2021. Mini's new sharing app for family and friends is solving a non-issue. Since when did handing over the keys become such a chore? We're making society way too lazy, and, th- and that is a great example of it. Lucid's future plan is to start with the high-end product and gradually make it more affordable. No... Increasing EV efficiency will be more important than simply cutting battery prices, says Lucid Motors CEO. General Motors to advertise more with black-owned media. GM will increase advertising spending with black-owned media companies to 8% by 2025. Next Generation 2022, Kia Sportage spied up close in Korea. The next generation Kia Sportage will feature a radical uh, redesign and a new interior. Sportage, right? Okay, okay. Nissan just sold 20. Sorry, no. Nissan sold just 28 370Zs in the first quarter of the year. Nissan's customers are clearly happy to wait for the arrival of the 370Z successor. And can you blame them? The 370 is as old as the Challenger, if not older, and does not have an interior to. Well, I say that. And its interior is significantly more dated than that of the Challenger's. I mean, look, the Challenger's interior is dated. The interior. Could use an update to the materials, but the 370Z's design and materials are incredibly dated. FAW Volkswagen will buy green credits from Tesla in China. In twenty nineteen, FAW Volkswagen and SAIC Volkswagen were among the most negative credit generating automakers in the country. Daimler names XBMW VW Boss Burned I can't figure out how to say that last name at all. I'm so sorry. As chairman, Burned Insert last name here, is replacing Manfred Bishkoff, I hope I got that right, who had held the position for 14 years. 1981 a Rough BTR is what classic Porsche 911 dreams are made of. This classic Porsche 911 Turbo Rough BTR is expected to sell for $90,000 to 110000 at auction, I would imagine. McChip's Stage 2 kit turns the McLaren 675LT into a 925-horsepower hypercar rival. My question is, does the 765LT already have 925 horsepower as it is? The tuner is working on an even more powerful upgrade for the McLaren 765LT. Sebastian Vettel goes for a snowy adventure in the Aston Martin DBX. Sebastian Vettel put his driving skills on full display in the Aston Martin DBX. All future BMW models to use a single electric focus platform. BMW BMW will introduce its new class architecture for EVs, hybrids, and ICEs in 2025. 2021 Renault Captur heads to Australia. Prices start at at 28190 Australia. The second-gen Renault Captur is available in three trim levels and solely with a 152-horsepower 1.3-liter engine. Ford Mustang and Dodge Challenger outsell Chevy Camaro by over 2-to-1. First quarter sales results are in, and the Mustang reigns supreme. GM issues recall for almost 100,000 large SUVs over possibly damaged seatbelts. Certain 2021 Escalade, Yukon, Suburban, and Tahoe vehicles are included in this recall. Tesla come up, came up short of EPA estimates in range tests. Most EVs can beat their EPA estimates, es, estimates except Tesla, apparently. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry... I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content hey hey everyone we are back and we are going to start off the second segment by reading off the canadian auto industry sales then we're going to go through the handful of articles that i have tabbed here but let's start with the canadian one first last year's first round of lockdown impacted the automotive industry but canadian auto sales seem to have recovered in the first quarter of 2021 Major automakers are welcoming big sales bumps in the first three months of the year. General Motors, for instance, reported that its Canadian sales were up 30%, totaling 62,552 units. Sandor Pizar or Fizzle? I don't know. Sorry sorry that I probably got your name wrong. VP of sales for GM Canada told Reuters that that the sales were driven by a strong demand for pickups, EVs, and SUVs. Stellantis, meanwhile, or Stellantis, perhaps sold 46,077 vehicles, up 4% over Q1 2020. More impressively though, Chrysler sales nearly tripled to 2,360. Maybe they started advertising again. Sales in the first quarter of 2020 totaled just 328,603, down from 418,581 in 2019, according to GoodCarBadCar.net. That marked an industry-wide drop of 21.5%. The good news for automakers in 2021 is that Q2 sales figures haven't, no, shouldn't be hard to top as last year, the market sales dropped even further from April to June. Canadians bought just 305,578 new cars in Q2 of 2020, down more than 45% from the year before. Just how much higher sales will go, though, remains to be seen. Between the global chip shortage and Canada's largest province returning into a third lockdown, per the CBC, April sales may not be as impressive as automakers doubtless hope they will be. Now, let's get into this, this nonsensical BMW article. BMW is not the only one to offer the automotive equivalent of DLC in their cars. Multiple car makers have toyed with the idea, but the Bavarian mark has well and truly adopted the notion of paying extra to unlock certain features. However, when it comes to safety, you might expect things such as not blinding oncoming traffic to be bundled in for free wrong the verge recently highlighted a tweet from car and driver no from car magazines jake groves who noticed that bmw was charging their customers for the high beam assistance feature a technology already integrated into the vehicle but not accessible by paying sorry but only accessible by paying a premium bmw had already been using the high beam assistance feature as an optional add-on for more than a decade but have now integrated it into all their vehicles with one catch it's only accessible via a purchase at the connected drive online store bmw owners are expected to pay a premium of 160 pounds or 220 dollars making the purchase an over-the-air software update albeit it is a one-time purchase not a subscription But what annoyed the author the most is that other people on the road have to rely on bmw owners to order this premium to keep their eyes from being seared mid-drive and there's little chance that lawmakers will bat an unblinded eyelid a lawsuit against the automaker would have little to no results as the u.s government is not too concerned about the matter a different technology called adaptive beam headlights are actually still illegal in the united states while we wait for the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, to issue a final decision on whether to even allow them, much less encourage their use, concludes the article. That is lame. Like, BMW, stop being lame. Stop being foreheads. (laughs) Now, let's talk about the huge increase in destination charges. Destination fees have actually been getting more and more coverage lately, which is why it surprised even me, someone forced to look at destination fees across the industry, across the industry with some frequency to discover that they're increasing so quickly. A recent Consumer Reports study finds that destination fees across the industry have risen more than 48% in the last 10 years. The worst brand for increasing fees is easily Stellantis. Since 2011, destination fees for Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep vehicles have nearly doubled. Ram's destination fees have risen 75% and Jeep's rose 50% in in just the last three years. Since 2012, VS destination fees have risen 114%! Why? Indeed, America's big three have been driving out the prices of their destination fees the most. In CR's research, Ford and GM both charge more than $1,100, while Stellantis charges more than $1,500 on average. Not all companies have been quite so aggressive with their increases. Premium automakers, surprisingly, have been relatively well behaved. Volvo, Mercedes, Lincoln, Lexus, Infiniti, BMW, Audi, all increase their delivery fees by less than twenty percent. All of which leads to the inevitable question of why? The answer is quite difficult to find. When it reached when I reached out to automakers many no, when it reached out to automakers, consumer reports, they ignored a lot of CR's questions altogether, but most responded vaguely, saying the fee was calculated as an average of what it cost to send cars to dealers nationwide, so that no market is paying more than any other. As to why the prices are expanding, Ford offered that, that it was because of the shift to SUVs and pickups, few of which can fit on a transport vehicle. Still, no one will offer their formula so that it can be investigated. Those answers, though they may explain some of the reason for the rapid increases, don't account for the vast differences between automakers and don't explain why Audi, which has no factories in the USA, and whose most popular vehicle is the Q5, saw its destination fee increase by just 10%, while Jeep, which produces many of its vehicles in the U.S. and has only ever produced SUVs, saw fees rise 50% in the last three years. Indeed, Consumer Reports is calling for more transparency from the industry, which I think is a great idea. It also leads me to wonder if we're reporting on destination fees correctly. A number of outlets include the destination fee in the price of new vehicles it's a reasonable and well-intentioned tactic destination fees are an inevitable part of the car's price so why should automakers be able to quote an msrp that it's impossible to pay but does that obscure the speed at which this pernicious price is rising or is it the only way to keep in check what do you think and lastly let's get on to the gm recall general motors and the national highway traffic safety administration or the nhtsa are conducting a recall campaign in the United States for the three-row versions of the 2021 Cadillac Escalade, Escalade ESV, GMC Yukon, Yukon XL, Chevrolet Suburban, and the Tahoe. The recall affects 94,641 vehicles, in some some of which, during assembly of the third row seat, one of one or both outboard seat belts could have been entrapped in or misrouted behind the outboard seat folding mechanism. As a result, they may have been damaged and could break in the event of a crash increasing the risk of injury for third-row occupants. The safety agency notes that owners may notice damage to or difficulty using a third-row seatbelt or difficulty latching or operating the third-row seat. The affected parts will be thoroughly inspected by authorized dealers' technicians who will assess the third-row outboard seatbelts for damage and, if necessary, correct the routing. Damaged seatbelts will be replaced and all work will be performed free of charge. With the SUV still covered by the factory warranty, reimbursement will not be offered. Dealers were informed of the problem 2 weeks ago and the planned owner notification is scheduled for May 3rd. GM's official number for the safety campaign is n zeros. So N202313000. 000. That is GM's official number for the safety campaign and they can be contacted at 1-800-458-8006. That's Cadillac once again. You can co- you can contact Cadillac at 1-800-458-8006. You can also contact Chevrolet at 1-800-222-1020. Once again, you can contact Chevrolet at 1-800-222-1020. And you can contact GMC at 1-800-462-8782. Once again, you can contact GMC at 1-800-462-8782. Owners can also reach out to the NHTSA's Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, the Vehicle Safety Hotline for the NHTSA is 1-888-327-4236. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break for the final segment. Hey, hey, everyone, we are back for the final segment. Hyundai records its best sales month of all time in March 2021. Hyundai Motor America just had its best month ever and saw sales increase 115% over March 2020. Rivian announces Tesla beating standard warranties for the R1S and R1T. Both the Rivian R1T and R1S come standard with a five-year comprehensive warranty. Ford shutting down F-150 production in Dearborn for two weeks due to chip shortage. Production of the F-150 at Ford's Dearborn and Missouri plants will be paused, as will production at two other plants. The MG Cyberster concept is an electrifying roadster that hints at an exciting future. The electric roadster can hit 62 miles per hour in less than 3 seconds. NASCAR testing rain tires on short oval to see if it could run in the wet. Oval race tracks are on, on appropriate locations for wet weather racing, but NASCAR is investigating if it could run in damp conditions. Bugatti Sharon Sport and Sharon Persport get together to stun customers during Paris Drive event. You're looking at almost 3,000 horsepower combined in this photo. Lucid shows how it builds the all-electric air in Arizona plant. The all-electric Lucid Air will start reaching the hands of customers in the second half of 2021. 2022 Hyundai Elantra N wants to bring more heat on the Honda Civic Type R. Hyundai should launch the Elantra N for the 2022 model year in the United States. Failing fuel pumps are leading Honda and Acura to recall six. 128,000 vehicles Honda and Acura say that a defective impell- impeller okay could mean that the engine doesn't get enough gas potentially leading it to stall Ed China to launch a new weekly YouTube show on F- on April 2nd the show will feature classic car restorations amphibious vehicles motorcycles tractors and at least one motorized couch This low mileage white on red Honda S2000 has already attracted a high bid of $35,000 The car only has 19,000 miles on the odometer and comes with a body color factory hardtop. Daimler plans to accelerate shift to electric vehicles. Daimler says Europe needs many more charging stations to allow it to grow its EV range. Aston Martin F1 team buys 29 acres of land for new factory. The new factory, which is close to the Silverstone Circuit, will be operational in August of 2022. Tesla and Toyota to jointly develop small electric SUV platform. It is claimed that the partnership between Toyota and Tesla could lead to a $25,000 electric SUV. That would be a very good price. 2022 Mercedes-Benz EQS will offer up to 478 miles of range. The range-topping Mercedes-Benz EQS will be available with a 108-kilowatt-hour battery pack. Bentley Moliner's latest one-off Bentayga Hybrid revealed ahead of Shanghai Motor Show. Moliner's latest bespoke creation is this green-themed Bentayga Hybrid. Hyundai, Toyota, and Ford commit to WRC's hybrid future. The new WRC racers will pair the current turbocharged 1.6 liter ICE to a 134 horsepower electric motor. Ace Delco faces class action lawsuit for allegedly deceptive Made in USA label. Despite the label on the box, a filter Made in China etched into the part. No, a filter had Made in China etched into the part. Ooh wee What a scandal. Ken Block, I mean, it's not Dieselgate, but still. Ken Block is selling three of his fast Fords, including an 800-horsepower RS200 Evo. Ken Block is also selling two of his Ford Fiestas used in Gymkhana films. Tesla's lawsuit against Rivian Progressives, no, progresses in California court. Tesla is suing Rivian for the alleged misappropriation of trade secrets. Acura Talks 2022 MDX Heritage references Integra and the original NSX. Acura also says the MDX engine shares 400 parts with that of the R, with the ARX-05 race car. I doubt that. Kia will build more performance-focused GT-branded EVs. Okay, I would go a little further, but that it's a little spoilery for a car I'm going to get into probably sometime next month. And I say next month because I think I have the majority... Okay, no, maybe this month. I was about to say I have the majority of this month already planned for. I do, actually, but I haven't finished this month, so I'll still be able to do that. Mazda MX-30 wants to electrify Australia. Starts at 33,990 Australian. The all-electric 2021 Mazda MX-30 will launch down-under later this year. Auto shop manager paid final salary in 91,500 oil-covered pennies. What? In what seems to be a parting shot with an employee, over 500 pounds of pennies were dumped in his driveway. Why? I mean, it, it seems like it would be vaguely funny, but mostly just perplexing. Like, why go through all the trouble? Like, look, a, if you're going to do a big joke, you better hope that the payoff, as in the reaction, is worth the effort. That is not going to be worth the effort. Lordstown rolls out beta versions of their Endurance pickups. Lordstown, is, Lordstown sorry, is targeting mass production for September. Singer has built the first customer example of the gorgeous Porsche 911 DLS. Meet the most advanced air-cooled Porsche 911 on the planet. SK Innovation threatens to pull battery business from the U.S. and move to Europe or China. SK Innovation is pleading with the Biden administration to overturn its, its exclusive order. Geely, or Geely, said to be... I can't remember, actually. I used to know, and now I've forgotten. I think it's a soft G, so Geely, said to be considering taking Volvo and Polestar public. Volvo could be valued at $20 billion in an IPO. VW's Volkswagen joke, <laughs> maybe not a joke, has people talking about Dieselgate. Volkswagen's history of lying catches up to them. Lamborghini Huracan Evo gains Android Auto and Alexa. The Huracan Evo is also getting several new connected features. GM issues service bulletin for C8 Corvette as some wheels have holes in the- Wheels have holes in them, General Motors. Wheels have spokes. That's why they're called... Yeah. We've known this for a while. Wheels are meant to have spo- Okay, enough with the asking, though. The bulletin covers 13,049 Corvette C8s with an estimated 10% defect rate. And actually, I've just seen today, earlier today, I saw a bright blue c8 corvette for the first time in the flesh and i gotta say it to me it looks a lot better in the flesh than it does in photos a lot better it does it looks like a low-key exotic it looks like a low-key exotic and that's great it looks good it looks really really good obviously i'm still partial to the viper but still looks really good 2022 porsche 911 gt3 starts at 161,100 dollars in the u.s for what is not even an rs oh no the automaker has also updated 2022 911 models with the latest-gen Porsche communication management system. Mercedes thought about adding faux-engine noises to the EQS, but decided against it. If you want to have that unique AMG experience, you turn your head towards something. A Af- Faltor batch, whatever that is, says Mercedes's head of sound design. Kevin Hart paid 825000 for this resto-modded 59 Corvette at Barrett-Jackson. Comedian Kevin Hart walked away from Barrett-Jackson's latest auction with a 460-horsepower C1 Corvette. Volkswagen hoax may land VW into trouble with U.S. regulators for distorting stock prices. Volkswagen's stunt saw a 5% increase in stock prices. 2022 Hyundai Santa Cruz teased, Is this the best-looking compact truck, compact truck you can buy? It's certainly one of the most unique-looking. Volvo and Aurora to develop autonomous trucks for North America. Volvo's trucks will be equipped with Aurora's self-driving suite. Biden pledges $174 billion to EVs and infrastructure package proposal. The proposal seeks to extend tax breaks for American-made EVs and close up loopholes for the fossil fuel industry. Fiat 500 family gains Hey Google special editions and with voice... Sorry, gains Hey Google special editions, that's very lame, with voice assistant hey google editions are now available for the fiat 500 500l and 500x fiat can you please just make a a substantive model rather than just doing special edition after special edition after special edition i mean come on you're on the right track with the new 500 but this this is going the wrong direction new renault kangoo goes on sale in europe for families with a van addiction the new renault kangoo is one of the most practical new family new family cars of the year so far ford bronco expands accessory range with the help of rcr arb 4x4 and four-wheel parts Ford's new partnership with the aftermarket companies offers more personalization options to Bronco owners. Let's get on to those recalls, though, starting with Honda and Acura. A wide variety of Honda and Acura vehicles made between 2018 and 2020 are being recalled in the U.S. due to a fuel pump issue. As many as 628,124 vehicles will have to have their fuel pumps replaced as a result of an impeller, the part that sucks fuel through the lines, can fail. If it does, it can cause the vehicle to stall, which would increase the risk of a crash. Fortunately, the, cus- the companies say that no crashes or injuries have been reported as a result of the fall. The recall remains bad news for Honda, though, which will have to recall the CRV, the company's top-selling model. The affected vehicles are, oh boy, big list, so pay attention: 2018 to 2019 Honda CRV, 2019 Honda Fit, 2019 Honda Odyssey, 2019 Honda Passport, 2019 Honda Pilot, 2019 Honda Ridgeline, 2019 Honda Civic Coupe. Sedan and Type R, 2019 to 2020 Honda Civic Hatchback, 2019 to 2020 Honda Insight, 2019 Acura ILX, 2019 to 2020 Acura MDX, 2019 to 2020 Acura RDX, and the 2019 to 2020 Acura TLX. Honda and Acura say that they will be getting in touch with owners of effective vehicles in May 18th. Sorry, on May 18th. Owners will be asked to bring their vehicles to their local dealers, where the fuel pump will be replaced free of charge. You can check the NHTSA's recall website to see if your vehicle is involved in this recall. And lastly, before we end off this podcast, let's get into that service bulletin for the C8 Corvette. General Motors has released a technical service bulletin for the 2020 and 2021 Chevrolet C8 Corvette because of wheels that have tiny holes in them. The technical service bulletin covers 13,049 Corvette models, built for the 2020 and 2021 model year, with 10% of vehicles believed to be impacted. General Motors notes that exposed porosity Porosity in wheel castings are larger than allowed and do not meet internal GM requirements. Photos shared by the the automaker show wheels with tiny holes across the backside of the spokes. The issue impacts Corvette models with both open-spoke and Trident wheel designs. Corvette models impacted by the service bulletin will have all four wheels inspected when they check into a Chevrolet dealership for the service. If the wheels are faulty, dealers will need to drill a 13mm hole through the rim barrel to ensure the wheels cannot be reused. Faulty wheels will then be disposed of through a metal recycler, and cars will be equipped with a new set of wheels free of charge. This isn't the first time the Corvette had a problem with wheels. Chevrolet is also facing a class-action lawsuit over 2015-2019 C7 Corvette Z06 and 2017-2019 Corvette Grand Sport wheels. In that case, the cast wheels of these models are said to be prone to deforming and cracking without impact damage. While dozens of owner's complaints have been made about the wheels over the years, Chevrolet has never issued a recall. At least they've done it here. Anyway, though, that is going to be it for today's weekly news roundup. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, please make sure you hit the little notification bell. I really do appreciate that so that you're you know notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have it with the pod being Mobile App, hey, no problem. Before you set off, type in Cody's Car Conundrum wherever you get your podcasts, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCarConUndRM, or check out my website, www.Cody'sCarConundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content.